All around the world, poverty is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing Chosen, World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future. And even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. Learn more at worldvision.org chosen. I bet I can walk across England wearing an American flag. Oh, yeah. I've read about this. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be greeted everywhere I go. They literally had a parade for him in London. No, you li- he was welcomed into London everyone's house. <laughs> they like, were like, yeah, wearing the American flag. Hey everybody, this is the Utah Outcast. We are a very much uncensored and unabashedly atheist show coming at you from the great and spacious state of Utah via podcast and YouTube. Uh, we strive to bring you some entertaining news you missed, some fun with real audio, and oh so much more every week. Uh, for each topic we find funny, infuriating, or just plain newsworthy, we make sure to consume each with as much skepticism and as much irreverence as legally allowed within Utah's laws. Uh, the panel for this week consists of the one and the on- only Ultra Booby Free <laughs> Whistle. Kyle has earned a well-deserved week off, and it, trust me, you guys are going to be happy he's not here for, you know, talking about his week, so. He's hot. It's shit's rough. You know, you guys have heard. It's just, yeah, we're not even going to go down that route. So as per well, the usual, I am your host for the episode X, and uh, we're about to start things out with our first news item and what we like to call News You Missed. Well, we call it that because the network's really fucking suck at bringing you news with our bias uh, but before we do we'd like to give everybody a quick thank you for listening to our program and ask that if you like what you're hearing and what we're saying uh, to give a few seconds of time and whatever app that you may be using to catch our show to leave us a rating or at the very least a subscribe uh, if you're feeling per- uh, particularly generous there's always our patreon where we give you your money's worth every week like we do for our biggest patron robert out there Indeed. And before we get into the news item, I I just wanted to bring up once again the community news and about the we had a great time this uh, actually it was yesterday for those. It was yesterday, yeah. Yesterday for us, but you guys are listening on Wednesday, so it was Sunday. Uh, we had no Saturday. It was the 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 board meeting that we had to vote in the new members of the Atheist of Utah. Board. It was the members meeting and board election. Yeah, and um, you know I'm I'm super proud of how it went. Uh, this was a new thing this I year. Like it better this way. I honestly did. You know, we got a lot of feedback like that. A lot of feedback that, um, uh, first of all, uh, one of our candidates who ended up being elected um, said that he wouldn't have run if we were going to do it the way we'd done it before. Wow, that's interesting. Um, yeah. No, he said that he didn't like the idea of it being at a party. Mm. And uh, so this year, I it, it was my brainchild to say, let's separate it. Let's do an actual presentation, and it's boring. <laughs> oh, God damn it. There goes that ego again, Felicia. God. Rain I know. In, why don't you? <laughs> um, but I said, why, are, why aren't we presenting what we're working on, what we've done, what we've accomplished? And yeah, it's not sexy and it's not drunken, which, hey, all no, those, it, oh, both it, are great. Both it, are fan-fucking-tastic. There's some it, sexy going on with that crowd. Yeah, yeah. But it was hot as balls in that room, too. Oh, <laughs> I'm fully aware. I was standing in it. 
yeah. like 80, oh, solid 80% of that presentation. <laughs> um, for, but, for those not in the know, uh, the, the presentation was held on the fourth floor of the Salt Lake Library. And if you have never seen the Salt Lake Library, if you're outside of Utah, just Google it real quick because it's a really fucking super neat building. It's gorgeous. You know we what, though? We don't deserve it in our – we honestly don't deserve a building that cool. But you know what? They gave it to us for free because we were a nonprofit. That's, yeah. that's fucking awesome. The free and parking so, was awesome, too, because I've run marathons in Salt Lake, and I parked there at the library, and it's always like 12 goddamn dollars to park there for the day. Yeah, no, it's like <sighs> super affordable. Yeah, it was worth it's it. It's amazing. Um, no, uh, so I I had a chance, uh, and, and this this was, a, the, like, what I presented was agreed upon by the whole board. This, was, this wasn't just me speaking, yeah. but um, it, this was something that I said, why aren't we presenting and having a Q&A with the board and a chance to talk and, and exchange ideas? And um, so we did a presentation about what we've done, what we'd like to see going forward, a big, big push for membership engagement itself, some grassroots stuff, yep. um, which was something I've been wanting for a long time and it's very exciting. I'm very, very excited about it. So, and you know what? We got some fantastic responses from the membership because I knew we would. I just knew we would. <laughs> Um, so keep your eyes open because it's going to be, we're going to be doing some really cool shit here in Utah with you. This is, is going to be a weird, awesome year. And, uh, we had, uh, we had a great board election and we had a Q and a, and, uh, no, I'm, I'm really, really happy having the boring PowerPoint, but if it's something <laughs> you care about, if it's something you care about, if you want to, if you want to know what's up. That was an awesome forum to have that discussion. Yeah, because I don't I don't get a chance to go to many of the events because, I mean, honestly, th there are things that happen here up north where I live. But I don't get a chance to go do a lot of the Salt Lake and Central Valley kind of things because it's it's not only a drive there and back, especially if you want to have a drink or two. Uh, but it's also just a, a matter of, you know, logistics for me. I've got too much other shit going on. So it's it's great to be able to go to a meeting like this and get more focused on what's actually going on with the movement, not just, you know, the social events. Exactly. And so really proud of it. Really, really proud of it. Um, and the only other thing that I want to bring up is, of course, the Satanic Temple having their unbaptism at the, I said it last week and I forgot it already. Uh, July 4th. Yeah, July 24th at the, oh, God, where is it? Oh, I don't remember now. Uh, the Metro Bar. That's right. In Salt Lake on July 24th at 6 p.m. is when the doors open. Uh, the ceremony will begin at 7. You will have to purchase tickets. They are available for $10 online or you could buy them at the door on the day of the event. And I don't think they're going to be assholes and do co like extra cover if you have to buy at the door. So I support the entire concept. I yep. won't be. No, you're busy. We, we, uh -huh. we talk about this every week. It's almost your birthday. I know, but I finally am excited because I, like, have not been looking forward to my birthday. <laughs> I wasn't, like, dreading it. I was just like, I don't care. And then I realized, like, how fun I could have, how much fun I could have. And so now I'm excited. All right, so we have news you missed for this week. And, uh, unfortunately, the first item that I have to talk about, and we're not going to go super duper long into this because honestly it could be the focus of the feature but i'm and I, I don't mean to sound callous or you know privileged in any kind of manner but i am fatigued with all of the the dallas stuff that's been happening the baton rouge stuff that's been happening the the loss of innocent lives from you know following what the fucking officers tell these people to do 
I'm just, I've been a wash of it. I've been all over on Facebook, all over Twitter, talking about the stuff left and right. And it's just, when it comes to doing the podcast, I, I, I don't want to disconnect and like not use this platform, but at the same time, it's like after stewing in it for like a whole week, I feel honestly tapped out about a lot of this stuff. Because All right. So the, the, the thing we can say yeah. about, um, I, I think the, the shootings, uh, the, the, the murders of, um, three black men in the last week, um, is black lives matter. Yes, we fully support BLM. Yep, fully. Black Lives Matter. We're not one of the of the podcasts will say our lives matter or the assholes no. that do the whole blue lives matter thing. Fuck you very much for bringing up that racist ass fucking hashtag. It is hash. It, that is racist. And um, because y'all note, are good so- saying blue lives matter, you just can't handle the black thing. So right. So no, Black Lives Matter, and um, yeah, and we're heartbroken. Yeah. And, and it's terrible. Um, the only thing I want to say about Dallas is, um, you know, I I really commend that police department. Uh, they have been for a while now taking active steps to correct their police brutality. They had a lot. They had a problem. And they got the new police chief in. And he said, we're going to correct this problem. And uh, they... The, the, the reason the officers were so easily, it's really sad. The reason the, those officers were so easily killed was because they weren't wearing body armor and they were not prepared with riot gear. And that's because the cops went into the protest. They, the, um, Black yeah, Lives Matter organized, should, you know, they organized case. that protest with the police department because the police department was there with the mission of facilitating the right to free speech, which is the correct thing to do the police department was there to to protect the protest you guys they weren't there they did not expect they weren't there to shut it down you know no they didn't expect to see there was nothing like uh, and this happened i think uh rather recently most people probably haven't seen it yet but there was a blm uh protest that was going on in baton rouge that got shut down by the cops violently no. This is not what we had in Dallas. In no. Dallas was no, you, Dallas- had, you had Congress people, you had city managers, you had other people coming down taking pictures with each other. Yeah, know, no, it was the, a the, peaceful the protest. Were, the cops were specifically there saying they're on the same side as us, in fact. Yeah. All they want is good policing. That's specifically what was said. And that's true. That's what Black Lives Matter wants is good policing. And that is what the police department treated them as. So I found it <laughs> super duper telling that the first person of interest that they had when after the shooting started happening was the one gentleman that was carrying the unloaded AR-15 around the crowd. Open carry, yep. Yeah, a black open, man The carry. open carry guy that was, yeah. was, you know, following the law. But all of a sudden, he's the first person of interest. Yeah, and he turned, he, he turned, he turned his gun it in. He turned it in and himself in almost immediately. Yeah, he did. And he was not obviously guilty. Obviously no. not. Um, uh, but it's just, it, 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 it's it's telling. It's, it's just so goddamn problem. telling. You know, there's still a problem. But I do want to say that uh, the cops who were shot in the line of duty were doing their job. Their job. And um, so they on this approach, what they got. No, Mm-mm. no, they were there protecting protesters. Yeah. In their right to free speech, they weren't there to 
wrangle in the protesters or tour to keep these thugs from breaking out. That's well, not one of the one of the fucking arguments I keep getting in with a lot of people. And they're like, well, you know, 300 white people have been killed by cops this year and only 100 and something by our black people. And I'm like, yeah, but there's a lot less black, black people. people make up like 12 percent of the nation. You know, and so when there is a, a number that's that high based on the total number of things, that's a that's so goddamn telling, you know, it's it's kind of horrifying. In and fact. Then some people are like, well, you know, how many of those uh, how many stops per killing? And I'm like, no, you're not understanding it here. Yeah, it's a rare thing that happens when this when people get pulled over and they get you're shot right. by a cop. It's, it's rare. Most of the but the thing is, you can't say grand scheme of all the pullovers. And then this one happens. You can't fucking do that because it's right. it's a one to one ratio. Right. They get pulled over. They're dead. You know, th for that one person, that was a one to one ratio for them being pulled over and being shot or, you know, whatever circumstance happened where they happened to be killed. If you if you want to say if you want to cite statistics and say that black people are not targeted, first of all, the statistics are against you. Yeah. Second of all, um, and I don't care how you play with the numbers, and I don't care what math you think you're doing. Uh, the 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 official, well-run, peer-reviewed numbers show that yes, there is a race problem. It's very real. Second, people need to read I some shit from Southern Poverty. They need to really start reading some, you know, unbiased, you know, reports. Mm -hmm. So then, but why are why are you not listening? Why do you doubt? Why do you have to doubt? No, and, and, and obviously we're skeptics here. Well, and we demand evidence, and, and that's what we do. But, but that, that should not stop you from at least hearing somebody out. Right. Just listen. Because the first thing that people do when they hear a black person tell a story is, well, was he a criminal? Yeah, goddamn. And, and that shouldn't be your first question. That should never be your first question. The first question should be, was that justified? Yeah. The first question should always be, was it justified? You know what? You're right. They might have been a criminal. They might have done something illegal, like a left turn or robbed a store. But guess what? Last not I checked. an execution that does not deserve that's that. That's not a, yeah. So and, uh, that's, a, that's and, kind of a perfect segue into what I wanted to talk about here. And that's when the Dallas Police Department used the uh, bomb disposal robot as a means of, of lethal force. And... I know, I know that they had tried to get negotiations with the guy. They worked for hours on this. They and there was really no way of getting in there without potentially putting somebody around. And I, I and I think that. we can give credit to Dallas where Dallas where it's due. But we're not talking about the best case scenario here. No, no. So what, we're talking for, about the use of a bomb robot to kill somebody in the worst case scenario. Yeah, and they they went in there with a pound of C four. Yeah, with debt cord on it, and that's a lot of explosive. People may not think that, like, oh, that's that's not that much. It's enough to kill you, and so obviously that's what happened here. So the uh, the suspect's I... name of Micah Johnson was was killed with a essentially, as I'm seeing it, and a lot of people will disagree with me here by drone strike. He honestly was. It was yeah. a remote controlled means of killing somebody. It is very uh, Fahrenheit 451-esque. Yeah, and I, I don't agree with that because you could have waited this guy out. You could, I mean, as much as you wanted to get things going and get it all resolved and everything. Negotiations, you don't just like go, okay, it's over. We're going to storm the guy right here. 
if you have him dead to rights and he's not going anywhere, I mean, what's going to happen? And I probably don't know all the details. Maybe he had explosives strapped to him. Maybe he had a dead man's trigger or something like that. I don't know. But I just don't think it's good for you to put a a, a capstone on police executing people. I'm going to step it a little bit back from you. Yeah. And say, but, but when you... I, when you... I think that we... This is a discussion we need to have. Yeah. But I, I'm not gonna I'm I I'm not gonna go so as far so far as to say that the Dallas Police Department acted completely irresponsibly. Um but it is a terrifying prospect. Well them using a robot to kill somebody. You remember how much shit Obama got for drone striking a person of interest that we wanted to bring in for questioning and stuff. And they yeah. dropped they dropped a hellfire on him. And then next thing you know, the fucking right is having a field day. Oh, they killed an American citizen without, you know, due process and da 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 da. I'm like, that's kind of the same goddamn thing that happened here. I mean, not exactly the same, but I see parallels. And so I might catch some shit from some people about that. But I think you should try, a, you should exhaust just about everything that you can before you wheel in a 60 pound robot or however fucking heavy the thing is. With a pound of C4 on it to blow the guy up. Look, so that I, seems way too fucking like Dr. Evilish kind of plot to like bring in it's, a suspect. It's a terrifying prospect. I agree. I mean, how would you like, to, I mean, I'm, you would never be the person that I could say that uh, when you're just sitting there waiting for the cops to come in and do whatever they need to do. And you see fucking like Johnny number five roll in with a hand grenade. It'd be like, what the fuck is going on? The next thing you know, boom, pal, you're fucking dead. No, I, I agree. I think that um, I, I think there's a concern there, and I think that we should have a valid concern and a real concern, and, and, I, and I think that's okay to, to, to raise that point. I don't think that we can condemn this particular action yet. That's not to say that we can't later. My, my con condemnation for this one comes from the fact that this is the kind of tactics that are being used in the Middle East by our troops. Agree. Oh, so sorry. I'm sorry. Our, our police are not the military. They're no. not supposed to be paramilitary. No. And unfortunately, no we see them being armed and armed to the teeth with this extra shit. And I know bomb robots do a lot more than that. But when you use them in a case like this, like it is a combat situation, I start to get worried. I do too. No, I think you have a valid reason there. And, um, I just, but I do want to give credit where credit is due to the officers who were shot down. I'm sorry, like the whole yeah. thing. I'm, I'm the, my my hesitation there isn't like naughty for the officers. That's not what it is. My my hesitation there is uh, that I'm I'm fucking sick <laughs> of talking. Aren't we, aren't we all sick of this shit? <laughs> I'm, and I'm sick of seeing. A, another another person shot by police not these police not the ones who were shot down but i'm sick of seeing them targeted and i'm sick of seeing them killed in front of their kids in front of their girlfriends for not doing anything and uh i'm tired of seeing vid the video of the, he, of, of he the little kid tamir rice being fucking gunned down i'm sorry tamir rice every time freddie gray wasn't doing anything except for running and then he gets yeah, fucking he handled. Yeah, that's all he did was ran. There, there, there was no, he didn't even have drugs on him. And they rough ride his whole day. Just police, and for good reason. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> we, we've got, but 
Fuck, I'd be afraid of cops, too, if this was the kind of shit that happened. I'm sorry, Tamir Rice is the one... Yeah. He... That one kills me. Because you know how many times I played with fake guns as a kid? I, like, idolized Annie Oakley as, like, a sharpshooter. Yeah. And she, like, she didn't didn't shoot anybody. She shot clay pigeons. Like, that was her thing. Like, you're a sharpshooter, right? Like, and, and, like, she was, like, one of my, like, heroes as a kid. Mm -hmm. And then Tamir's... He's 12 years old and within seconds he was killed. Like yeah, the cops hop out of the car. Don't even ask a question. Don't do anything. The car Damn. was moving and, yeah. <laughs> and shots were fired into the body of a 12 year old with a toy gun with the orange cap on the end. And that cop was exonerated because he feared for his life. Well, since we're talking about how fucking cavemanish we still are, uh, I want to get into some other news. So we have a, a news item here from io9. Actually, this is from Gizmodo, I'm sorry. Uh, where it talks about uh, paleoanthropologists have been fascinated by one gory question. Were Neanderthals cannibals? And we have an answer to that now. Unequivocally, yes, they were. <laughs> they ate the dead, and they used bones as tools, so... That's fucking brutal. They found it in Spain, France, and other parts of Southern Europe. Uh, these remains are from the Goyer region of Belgium and are the first in Northern Europe. So the all the remains found at the site, the human remains, the horse, reindeer, show cut marks where muscle and bone were separated and percussion marks that show that the bones were crushed to extract the marrow. So we're not only just eating <laughs> other people, we're sucking the fucking marrow. So that's that's some hardcore metal shit right there. <laughs> Um, yeah, yep, yep. They used uh, the bones as tools to sharpen stones and may have been aware that they were using human remains, so. And to to all the people that might not re- remember this, the Neanderthals didn't quite go away. No, no. They became they're, us. <laughs> yeah, no, we just in our bread. Yeah, we fucked yeah. our way into what we are now. So. <laughs> well, we were, we were very, very close cousins. I, I doubt early humans would really have been able to tell the difference. And the thing is, uh, when I bring up this whole cannibalism thing, it's not a, they did it on a whim, like, oh, let's Tuesday, let's eat Bob, you know? They no. They did it because it was desperation. And yeah, but that's, humans that's what you see in a lot of cases. the same thing. Yeah. Humans have been known to do the same thing, so... Yeah, you had some of the earliest uh, settlements here in the Americas where we come to find out much later on that there were massive cannibalism going on. You have, you know, the Alfred Packer thing where he ate somebody. You have the Donner Party, you know, all this other stuff, so... Oh, to be fair, the Alfred Packer, uh, his story was highly believable that they just died and he ate them anyway. (laughs) Because he was desperate. I can't think of that that guy's name and the whole story of him without thinking of the amazing uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone cannibal right? musical. Have a spadoinkle day. God damn it. <laughs> the snowman. We can make him taller. We can make him not so tall. Snowman. What? Go watch, seriously, that, this is like one of their movies they made, I think, when they were still in film school. They were still in college. Yeah. And you know, the humor is there, setting him up for South Park so many years later. Cartman's voice is in it because like, it was just a voice that Trey Parker just did. Well, and Matt Stone having the Jew afro that <laughs> that Kyle yeah. has. <laughs> my one of my favorite parts is there. They had a large Asian community in the area, and they had 
like use them as Japanese natives. Amazing. It was amazing. We are Indians. As an homage to the you don't you don't believe we are Indians? It was terrible, and it was it was horribly terrible. And some people might remember him as G Fresh from Gizmo. Yes, G Fresh or Gasmo. Yeah. I bust yep. a cap in your ass. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the he's the sushi, yeah, sushi right. place is getting torn up, and it's not yeah. even really that much torn up, like breaking chopsticks. <laughs> I know, it's amazing. No. Oh man, uh, let's see. I'm just gonna go into some more fun news that we have here. How about uh, there's a whole scene in the new Ghostbusters movie that they ad libbed and added in to address the haters. They haven't released the scene what? yet or anything, but there there are people that are talking about it, and I'm not going to read the spoilers or anything because it comes out relatively soon, and I've changed my stance where I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to see this. So I I really want to see this because really a lot excited. a lot of people have won me over. They're like, look, all of the comedies that these ladies have done have been pretty good, and I'm like, yeah, and they're like Paul Feig, yep. and I'm like, sometimes they're like, no, but Paul Feig with Melissa McCarthy, I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, okay, fair yeah, point, well made. No, uh, you know what? You know what? There was one video that made me so excited. I just like that. I'm gonna. I'm tired. I'm gonna go home. <laughs> <laughs> There's been like several of the trailers since the first one because the first one was so disappointing. It was. I was like, yeah. Oh, I, and the song. God damn it! The Fallout Boy song is just terrible. It's bad. <laughs> it's, it's really bad. Bad. It's bad. And, and I, I also. I went back and I did a little bit of homework. This isn't the geekery, so we're not going to get too much into it. But I went back and watched Ghostbusters 2. What a pile of shit that movie was. For anybody that has fond memories of that movie, go fuck yourself because that's a terrible fucking movie. I never, I never watched it. I never did because I was like, I liked the first one. I got two words for you guys. Bobby Brown. Yeah. One little scene where he's like a valet kind of thing, taking the keys from the Ghostbusters. And I'm just like. Every little step I take, you will be no. <laughs> um, so there was there was this video, uh, and they're doing a promo thing in England for it. And he asks the the the, the four Ghostbusters about Chris Hemsworth, and they're like, "Um, he's perfect." <laughs> and it's just all of them like God, he really to... is a spectacle of a man. He <laughs> is, and apparently, uh, apparently, he like started like singing. One day, and apparently has a beautiful singing voice. And Melissa McCarthy, she's like, and it just came from inside of me. It was like this girl, like, you shut up, Chris. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently he's perfect. Apparently he's perfect in every way. Makes apparently sad for his brother. His brother can't catch any good role. <laughs> apparently, Chris Hemsworth is a delightful human being. He's fun to work with. He's a great actor. He's handsome and he can sing. And he's got and a smile all... that makes you come. He's just... Yep. Yeah. Every <laughs> time. Like, you're just like, oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, Lordy. Oh, hi there, Thor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, that, like, they're all four of them. Like, like one, I don't even think he has boogers. <laughs> like, they were so fucking funny together that I was like, this movie's going to be awesome, you guys. And the, and everyone there was like, yeah, it is. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. It's going to so be awesome. The, the last thing that I'm going to bring up in news for this week is that, uh, uh, God damn it, we've talked about him quite a few times, like, like on the news for the last couple of weeks, because it's been leading up to this moment. And we have that 
Ken Ham finally opened his Ark Park this week. And on opening day, there were empty <laughs> parking lots. And what? There were, there were empty turnstiles. Like oh, hours I didn't after read that. You didn't see the pictures of this? Working. Oh, man. I'll have to share them to you in the, in the group here after we're done with the show because it is just like hand clappingly like, yay, I hate this band so much. And their group is saying that there were tens of thousands this week. And I, I would, and I, I talked about this. I was on a Tucker Drake's show, um, the Atheist in the Trailer Park the other day, the other night, and we were talking about this quite a bit. Uh, we were talking about it, and the Andrews and Genesis people are saying tens of thousands. David Silverman's like, yeah, maybe 4,000 people on opening day, maybe a couple more between the days after that. So you could say tens of thousands and mean 10,100, you know? Yep. That's not ten. That's actually that's not, not tens, tens, but, you know, that's how they would fucking play it. Oh, they would. And, um, but we're talking like their, their overflow parking never got used. I'm sorry, but here's, here's the deal. Um, a bunch of the videos of their pre like special walkthroughs and stuff. Apparently it was boring as fuck. I like, it's just, it's just like fake animals in cages. And you're like, first of all, apparently God hates animal cruel or God's dick to God digs animal cruelty. Yeah. I, Second of all, <laughs> what the fuck am I looking? Why dinosaurs. am I here? They brought dinosaurs into it. Like, why did you need to complicate this this wacky fucking story even I further? I looked into it. I looked into it, and <laughs> the dinosaurs. I I because I did a whole rant about this years ago, yeah. way before the Ark encounter. But it was just about the Ark story, and I was like, okay, if we account for all the kinds of dinosaurs, okay, and we and we account for all the kinds of just animal species, there would have been over a million. Oh, but I've been working on the apologetics on this one because they're like. That doesn't. You don't have to worry about insects because they did. They took care of whatever they needed to. They could just do whatever. This wait, is, wait, this wait, is no, answers no, in Genesis wait, on their website. But, I went and looked at this. But, but wait, insects have to land. Well, apparently there's some sort of magic that could happen with with God. But then why didn't God do that for all the animals? No, so like just marine just animals be, didn't have to worry about them, even though freshwater can't exist in salt water. Which if there was a flood and vice versa. Yeah. Uh. And it didn't account for flying animals because, you know, they could just stay flying all the goddamn time, apparently. A hundred uh, days. So, so it really, o- it really only was the ground animals that they had to tend for. And it's not every species because species is a science word. That's an evolutionist word. That's a Darwinian evolutionist word. We talk, oh, God specifically says kinds. Kinds. Talks about things. So. You know, so all, sorry, the, all so the different breeds of dogs out there, no, you can just bring half, one sorry. kind of dog. Um, a million and a half species to 7,000? No. No. Which is what makes me really fucking laugh about this whole thing is that everybody that wants to believe all this bullshit that's going on with Ark experience and answers in Genesis and everything, they don't want to think that evolution can happen slowly over a long goddamn period of time. Instead, they believe a supercharged fucking, you know, Jesus built my hot rod kind of like super speciation that happened. Okay, so the flood, if the flood happened 6,000 years ago, that means that this every animal that got off that ark, once they finally got back to wherever they need to fucking go to, speciated as much as they possibly could in those 5,000 years to get like whatever we have now. Which, you know, if you go with regular evolution, you have, you know, 
billions of years or at least hundreds of millions of years of things evolving to fit the areas that they're in. No, it, God, um, what makes evolution more sense works here? on evolution works on like all the levels. In fact, it even works in uh, memes. Yeah, it works with religion but, too. <laughs> actually, meme is a, a religion is a meme. Is a meme, yeah. Um, if you actually know what the word meme means, yeah, not just funny pictures with text on them. <laughs> right, that's not what a meme is. A meme is a self-replicating idea. Yeah, and, if and you, I think Dawkins was the one that coined the term, and he's still pissed. No, that it's, oh it's, no, it wasn't Dawkins. But he's the one that was talking about how religion as as the meme that is carried. He's done a talk on it, but he wasn't. Yeah. He, he wasn't even the first one. But the guy who off. coined the term, the guy who coined the term, um, goodness, I'm googling. Not during the show, Felicia. No, stop. You're going to be distracted. Uh, <laughs> I should know all the things that all once. Become much with high vocabulary who just rep like who just parrots other things. Um, so the, the, um I'll, I'll Kenneth Pike. What's that? Kenneth Pike. Oh, okay. he actually talked. He his his explanation of what a meme is. He actually said religion is the most prevalent meme. The Freedom from Religion Foundation, since we're talking Ark Park here, uh, has sent out notices to thirteen hundred school districts that are around this place. To let them know that bringing your kids here will not be okay. <laughs> Good for them. Love the FERPA. We are already receiving inquiries from concerned parents that overzealous teachers or principals may mistakenly believe it appropriate to schedule school-related trips to the Ark Encounter, as has happened with the Creation Museum. This Correct. is a precautionary memo to advise that public schools and public school staff may not constitutionally organize trips to Ham's Ark Park with its clear religious goal and portrayal of fiction as divine truth, or to the Creation Museum or any other religious venue. Yep. And we yep. had our own fun little thing with that last year where they were organizing school trips to the Church History Museum or whatever the fuck it's called. Right. No, they, yeah, it, yeah whatever the fuck it's called. No, um, uh, this is actually something I grew, I, I dealt with growing up here in Utah. Um, they taught Mormon history. Yeah. And they wouldn't teach any other Utah history. Did you know that uh, the the city building, the Salt Lake City building uh, in Salt Lake, which is they build the, the building around uh, which they have pride and the farmers market, um, was a building built on the secular community opposing the Mormon Church. Yeah, go secular. No, it was. <laughs> this was this was back when the the LDS Church was built. Back when there was still there before cars, this this building was built. It's a historical building in Utah. <laughs> um, there's also the Heritage Gardens next to the Capitol, and this was a park built on honoring service, and it was dedicated to absolute secularism. That was built into the park. They said we will remain secular. Um, there has been a anti-Mormon culture since in the state since its inception <laughs> since its inception there has been an anti-mormon culture since the beginning i didn't know about any of that they don't talk about any of that <laughs> i actually was told in school to write a report or to write a fictional story from the perspective of a mormon pioneer Man. i'm not even fucking kidding you right now 
And uh, I was actually failed because I said, well, I'm not Mormon. I'm not comfortable writing it from a Mormon perspective. Can I write it from another perspective, like a Native American? And I was, and the teacher said, yes. And she said, yes, oh, that's wow. fine. And then failed me when I turned it in. <laughs> you should just turn it in with like a bunch of incomprehensible like gibberish. Be like, oh, that's Native American. <laughs> that's Navajo. You can't understand. <laughs> I was I was trying to write it from the perspective of white people are taking our land, yo. Why I think come probably, here and take away I, everything. <laughs> I I I did write it from that perspective, and I think that might have what got me a failing grade. <laughs> yeah. Now that I think about it, it might not have been Mormon persecution. It might have been that I wasn't a good white person. <laughs> no, I've been a terrible <laughs> white person for many. Years. I have been bad <laughs> at it. Been real bad at it, yo. I'm not using my privilege quite as much as I could. <laughs> oh no, I'm using it to say. Yo, white people, you privileged. Yeah. Okay, and we're going to go, go. Go. cut off the news here, and we're going to jump into our next segment here in a second. But first, you get to hear a commercial. Uh, we'll be right back. This is the Utah Outcast. This is X, and this is Felicia. See you guys in one sec. I'm Dustin. And I'm Wesley. We host the Atheist Nomads Podcast. We're godless geeks who take a skeptical look at... Politics, religion, science, technology, and history. We also interview leaders in the atheist, skeptic, and humanist community. Check us out at atheistnomads.com. That's atheistnomads.com. Okay, so we're back from our break, and uh, as we're trying to do with the season two this this whole year, and probably in perpetuity from now on, uh, we're trying to bring you new segments every week, at least... Uh, once so you don't have something going on every week that's something the same because we we kind of get stuck in the road with that i mean we do a lot of the same features and we're going to continue to do those but we'd like to throw curveballs at you like we talked about game of thrones last episode before that we had a, a top 10 and before that we had uh wait no we had the bible or bullshit then we had the top 10 so and but this week what we're going to do is uh, instead of you know focusing on you know people on the right saying stupid shit what we're going to do is we're going to focus on some prominent YouTubers on the on what we'd like to consider the 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 secular left, though it makes me wonder if they really take that seriously. Talking about some stuff they probably have no frame of reference and they should probably shut the fuck up about, you know. Because uh, hey, you know what? If we're going to be skeptics, we should be critical of our own first. We really should. And for those that want to eat our own, you know, we're not so much doing that. We're just letting people know, look. Not everybody on this side reflects every... That's the problem with the right, is that everybody has to be on the same fucking page. Not the same with the left. Not everybody has to be on the same page. And there are people on the left that have terrible fucking ideas. Really yeah. terrible ideas. You know, oh, they, you, you have people that want to censor other people. I'm not, I don't agree with that at all. I don't either. Um, and and as I've said, I don't I don't agree with the, the watch list ban on purchasing guns. Yeah. So, who we have this episode uh, of, I haven't yet titled the episode of what we're going to call it, uh, but we're going to talk about T.J. Kirk, a.k.a. The Amazing Atheist. Yeah, you know what? He Amazing jerk-off. I've watched him for years, actually. I've, I've been a big fan of his for a long time. I like the Drunken Peasants podcast, for the most part, because it's just, it's stupid escapism for me a lot of the time, where it's just like a, hand, a handful of drunken, stupid, high-ass, high-as-white fucking you know all these white bread guys just talking about shit and for the most part it's dumb it's mostly stupid stuff but then tj sometimes bites off more than he can chew and starts talking about things that he he can't back up and so he did that especially with this uh 20 answers for black people video that he put out there 
uh, and I'm just going to let it speak for itself. A video called 24 Questions Black People Have for White People. It's every bit as dumb as you'd expect, but it's actually not the video we're going to look at today. So why reference it? <laughs> it just makes it's like point one right no, there. No, because he wants to point out that black people think of themselves as victims, but they don't. Yeah. And for people that are wondering what we're talking about, uh, I mean, there are, obviously there are some, but that's yeah. because assholes are assholes. Yeah, and, and he. I don't know if you guys know this, but black people are people. <laughs> Today we're going to look at a video called 20 Questions Black People Have for White People That BuzzFeed Didn't Ask." So, we're about to watch a video about questions so stupid even BuzzFeed wouldn't ask them. That's a sick burn, though. <laughs> I'll give him credit on that one because BuzzFeed Whatever. is bullshit for the most part. Yeah, they kind of are a lot of the time. But you know what? Sometimes they hit the mark. Sometimes. Yeah. Actually, like stop, stop clock is right twice daily. You know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but... Like, actually, so going into it, heads up, uh, a lot of these questions, you, the, here's, here's, okay, I just want to preface this. This isn't directed at you, the individual, except for maybe some introspection. Are you a part of the problem? But it's not, they're not saying this to you. Yeah. It's a generalization. Okay? Wait, he, okay. The, the questions weren't 20 questions for white persons. It was 20 yeah. questions for white people, you know? Yeah. You as know, a, as a whole, the people with know. all the advantages fight every statistic. And then there's the whole, you know, well, well, I'm white and I've had a hard time growing up myself. I'm like, okay, yeah, you had a class inequality. That's not, you know, that's not, <laughs> not the point. Not the, not point. the point at all. <laughs> you hate black people, don't you? I don't hate black people any more than I hate any other race of people. It's far as I'm concerned, the entire human race has been spinning its wheels in the mud for a long time. But let's say I did hate black people. Would you really want to know, or would you just browbeat me for being a racist? I'll be honest with you, if I hate anything about black culture, it's that it's such a victim culture. Almost a oh. victim cult. Our lady of perpetual victimization. That's what's gotten him in the most fucking trouble right there, is, is that, was, that one that was line condescension to a level that i even can't handle let's say like, i do hate black people <laughs> like no if you're not you would never say that goddamn line <laughs> well uh, there's a reason that black people keep generation over generation keep pointing to the same fucking problems and they're they're remarkably similar stories over and over and over this isn't because they're making it the fuck up. Because every black person grows up thinking, "Well, it's gotten better." They all think that, man, and 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 in many ways it has. Well, um, in the in the smallest thing that I could say right here to to make people that are not uh, people of color or at least black think of it this way: there are so many goddamn people in this state alone in Utah that like to think they can trend, they can make their ancestry go all the way back to Adam and Eve. They like to think Yeah, that they, can do they it. think that's a thing. They think that's a thing. And so imagine if you will, if you are a a black person who's going back in your ancestry and you can only hit stop 3, stop 4, stop 5 and then nothing. Yeah, cuz your family was stolen. You were stolen from your land. You were sold to somebody else for the highest bid, and you were property. You and and the entire country's foundation was built on exploiting that. Yeah. 
Like, let's be honest here. So the entire we country's foundation was that. We have an entire community of people that don't know their, I mean, and I'm not saying they don't know their roots, but I'm saying that they were not given a chance to know what they were when they came to this country. They, they know what they were, but I'm just saying they didn't, they weren't, you know, they didn't come here seeking better times. They were forcibly brought here. And uh, the worst goddamn things you could possibly do for people. Oh, some slaves were treated okay. No, don't don't ever use that reasoning. Don't 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 you ever don't you ever say that to me. Unless you're talking about the concept of slavery throughout the human existence being different culture to culture. But if you talk about American slavery to me, Mm -hmm. which was both when it was Native Americans, and then they couldn't control them because they knew the land better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that, because they did. They did enslave Native Americans, and when they couldn't enslave them, they fucking killed them in genocide. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's going to be your first thing, is, and then the second one, American slavery, black slavery, no, you don't get to justify it. Some slaves were treated okay. No. Owning a person is never justifiable. Never okay. Now, there have been different cultural understandings of mm, slavery, quote-unquote slavery, um, and, and then that, that concept has changed, and there has been different understandings of it, and, and, and different, like, sometimes they call people a slave who swore fealty, and, and slavery has been a very complex issue throughout history, but if we're talking about American slavery... Yeah, we're not talking indentured servitude here. We're not talking, you know, loyalty so to We're not talking person. about, like, Egyptian slaves, where they were, like not bottom class they were like no this is actually all right no like we actually wanted to be middle class yeah egyptian slavery slavery yeah. like they were like we get full health insurance but it wasn't it's, the hebrews contrary to popular belief nope it no wasn't it wasn't the hebrews. No. no i'm not talking about that no uh <laughs> the, no they were a labor class but they also got like festival days and like it was it's complex okay yay That's day off the- from slavery <laughs> We are not talking about that. We're not talking about the vast, wide-ranging, like, cultural understandings of slavery or whatever. No, when we talk about American slavery, you shut the fuck up. (laughs) Especially Because it was unabashed owning of people. Yeah. Every unfairness that exists in your lives is the fault of white people or society stacked against you. You might as well just tattoo it's because I'm black, isn't it? To your fucking foreheads. Fuck you. White people, do you know what gentrification is doing to black neighborhoods? Do you have any idea? Yeah, it's making them look nicer and fixing the economic slumps created by the high crime and poverty rate in the black community. Stop it. It's Stop also it. driving people out of their fucking homes because they can't afford to live there anymore, you know. Yeah, it's forcing people onto the streets and it's and it's making a classism of black versus white. Well, just You're don't forcing look- just go watch that one episode of South Park where they made the soda sopa, whatever the fuck it was, neighborhood. Yeah. With the Whole Foods coming in and everything. And it, that was about white people, motherfucker. Yeah. It, it, making your neighborhoods look nicer. No. It's driving up rent rates and people who are desperate already. Fuck. Yeah, this guy. I know, I know. It displaces lower income residents. Well, let's see. What would I rather have? A slum filled with thugs who would probably shoot me as soon as look at me or shops? Love that term. I love it when any white guy uses the term thug. 
on any time. That I'm is sorry. code for nigger, as far it as is. I'm concerned. Whenever no, people you're right. that, no, say that. You're, God damn it, it pisses me off. It's disgusting. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's it's code. Sorry for using the word. I hate that word, but that really is do. the only way to drive it home because no, that's no, what no. I hear. That's what I hear whenever it's like, oh, yeah, did you hear about that one shooting? Yeah, that guy was acting like a thug. And I'm like, motherfucker, did you really just say that word? You know, it, it really it's should be akin to that. into that to me because I I don't remember the last time I heard a white person as referred to as a thug. Yeah. And so, no, the word thug for me is and it's turning into the word nigger. Yeah. And so, it, like. I fucking it, hate that word. I really fucking do. Once they realize we're onto him for that word, they're going to be like, he was acting like a ruffian. <laughs> <laughs> or something. They're gonna find some other word. He's being quite the vagabond. <laughs> and 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 that's the thing is that, guess what? Poor people aren't the only ones who commit crime. No. And and poor people are the are often forced into lives of crime. I would argue that the rich people crime is doing a lot more fucking problems, doing a lot more damage to this country. There it is, brother. Than anything low level, like yeah, yeah, guy stealing a carton of eggs from Walmart. You know, yeah, let's throw him in jail for five fucking years. No. Meanwhile, the guy robbing fucking trillions of dollars on Wall Street. Stealing drugs isn't causing the same problems as exactly robbing millions on Wall Street and legally, apparently. Yeah, getting away with it. And then all of the bad checks that you guys fucking wrote getting paid off by the American taxpayer. Yet we can't get bad mortgages. We can't get health care for anybody here. We can't get proper education for people here. We can't even do any of that shit. Tucker was talking last night. We could have swapped over to a hydrogen based fucking economy. With the money that we wasted in fucking Iraq and and Afghanistan. Just think about the money that could have been spent like we the the Juno probe that we sent out just recently. Yep. Was a uh, X billion dollar like thing. I think like a two billion dollars. No, but you call you call the desperate you call the desperate thugs. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, we're getting oh. off on the weeds there. Cafes, restaurants, hotels, and apartments. What a tough fucking choice. Why is being a former drug dealer a bad thing? But being a former slave owner, totally okay in white America. I hate to answer a question with a question. But you know everybody who owns slaves in America is long fucking dead, right? Wrong. There are Wrong. there's still slavery going on right now, TJ. You should know that. <laughs> there is. And if we want to argue the concept of indentured sla- uh, servitude as being slavery, the minimum wage is slavery. Uh, and on top of that, you know, college, getting a college tuition is indentured servitude. Because yep. you're going to end up with, oh, a couple of, you know, at least tens of thousands of dollars worth of debt before you even start the job that you studied for accurate accurate and those programs are largely targeted at people of color yep there are no former slave owners wandering around in our midst also i'm white and i don't give a fuck if you're a former drug dealer i don't even give a fuck if you're a current drug dealer in fact if you're a current drug dealer i'm happy to see you do you <laughs> <laughs> I do drugs not because I need to escape my shitty life, but because it's fun. I wish I had I wish I had the fucking, you know, the ability to do something like that, TJ. Right? I wish that I, you know, I'm feeling particularly antsy today. I'm going to go drop some E, you know, or something no. like that. And not have to worry about my job, not have to worry about my home, my family, uh, I, my income, you know. Yeah, no, I've never I first of all, I'm in a position right now where 
Like, I'm not at risk. I'm, no, this is super replaceable. <laughs> yeah, you sharing your, and I'm not going to relate any messages here, but the fact that you showed the fridge at your work having beer in it, I'm like, wow, that's fucking cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I have the best job ever. I do. <laughs> and by the way, that was a funny picture. Yeah. Um, no, I have the best job ever. And, and yeah, my situation is super unusual and I'm coming from a, a place of privilege and, um, all of us know it. Yeah. Okay. You check and we are, and that's part of the reason, like, we're fucking reveling. That's why we're part of, like, how awesome is this, you guys? Like, how cool is this? This is our job. Like, no, we're, and we're all, we're all in there for the right reasons, and we're all very excited. It's, it's wonderful. But it is super a place of privilege. It really is. Yeah. And we know that. We know. Oh, and I'm also super proud to say that uh, there are a lot of people of color Yay. working. Yeah, no, there. Which unfortunately like, oh, is underrepresented in the atheist culture, which I, I'm glad people are working really hard at that. I'm glad we're working hard at that, but just it needs to change. Yeah, it needs to no, quit it being does. a white person's party. It needs to be a, quit, quit being a white man's party. So, Felicia, I'm glad that you're the president of Atheists of Utah because you put a female face in the front of it. Thank you. <sighs> God. Okay, so let's see what the next one he has to say. Honestly, think the structure of America is not based on racism. I do not think the structure of America is based on racism. If You're it were, wrong. there would be no black four-star generals, no nope. black secretary of states, no black false. president, no black false. Supreme false. Court justices, no false. major false. black false. entertainers, no black scientists. Nope. I nope. think nope. That it has been well and truly proven that black people are not limited from accomplishing any dream in America. There nope. is no height nope. at which black people cannot rise. Nope. The system is nope. not built to keep them down. <laughs> if it, it were, it's not doing a very good job. No, nope. wrong. It's a great job. <laughs> doing a great fucking job, dude. Because there's been one black yeah. president, even though we've had black people since the inception of this country, and we just just barely in the last eight years got one black president. Uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty indicting, motherfucker. Oh, and a woman. Turkey has had a woman. India has had a woman prime minister. Thus, um. And uh, do you think it'd be a woman of color? No, no, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. It would never would. It never would. It, like that's a long way off, and that's depressing to me. Just for shits and giggles, I wanted to check it out real quick. Only five of the Fortune 500, as of like 2015, only five of 500. So one percent of CEOs are black. <laughs> How many women? Uh, let's see by gender. Let's see. Uh, let's see. We have uh, twenty-two out of five hundred. So women are more represented than black people. How about that? <laughs> Guess what? It's not looking good for women of color, is it? Let's see. Race. That was my let's point. See. So that that's where we get into the what? intersectionality thing. A lot of people don't understand intersectionality. So. And five, 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 <laughs> five. Yeah. Okay, you, yeah, you're right. There have been some amazing atheists. There's been some. That is exactly the indictment, you motherfucker. It should be representative of the population. That is what we're talking about. If there was true equality, it would be representative of the population. Which and of- I, I don't know if you fuckers know this, but um, there's more than 22% of the population. That went, it's 51% in the United States. Yeah. And... <laughs> Which there should be, if that's the case, 250 with of the, in, yeah. within the 500, and, you know. 
And, and it's, there's a lot more than 1% of the population that are people of color for fuck's sake, for fuck's sake. Like I can't even, I'm really upset by, <laughs> by that statistic. Yeah. I, I want I hopefully would have been able to pick up. Okay, so out of the five that we have that are CEOs of Fortune 500, only one is a female person of color. Jesus Christ! Oh. <laughs> so guys, it's still a boys' game. It's definitely a white game. <laughs> That's so much. That is so much. That is so much. <laughs> one out of five hundred. Like, that brings it down to, oh, I don't know, one fifth of a percent. So point. 0.2 percent wow that's that's fucking amazing anyway not to get lost in the weeds here let's see what tj has to say about there, all this other did shit you say there was one woman of color one yeah <laughs> i didn't look up lat latinos or latinas or and, and like his that, just i'm sorry but his justification is because one made it there's not there's nothing wrong that seems like what he's trying to he's trying to say he's like oh nothing's stopping these people from getting to these kind of things except for you know the whole system of you know no <laughs> <laughs> institutionalized fucking racism. If we had a meteor hit the Earth, there could be one person that survived. Like a giant meteor that took out half the Earth, one person would survive. That doesn't mean they have the advantage, motherfucker. That doesn't even mean <laughs> that they are, like, on par for survival, motherfucker. What the fuck? What the fuck? Because one person did a thing? Like, therefore, everyone can do it. That's not how this works. We picked a good segment for this week. <laughs> I'm really upset. It's just sad and depressing. I was this upset the first time I heard it, and it like hearing it again, it like makes me like just want to punch kittens. I, yeah. No, it does, it does, it does, and I love kittens. <laughs> Racism against blacks still exists in society, of course it does, but our society is not based on racism. Actually, it is. No, like it's like built into the <laughs> fabric of our country. Like three fifths of a person, motherfucker. Three fifths, like that was built in. We built in the fact that there had to be an amendment to the Constitution to make these people equal tells you that it was built into the fucking framework of this country. They had to. They 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 they've had to make motherfucker. What? Just go watch 1776 and see how many colonies didn't want to join the revolt against the British Crown. Dude, they made of that. <laughs> They made laws trying to keep people from like people of color from voting. Have you heard? Have you not heard of Jim Crow? Oh, man, this guy. Oh Jesus! It was built. It was built. You know what else was built into this country? That only land-owning white men were allowed to be like citizens. <laughs> yeah. God damn it! Do you really think you discovered America? Do you really think it's yours? I don't think I discovered it, nor do I think it's mine. It actually belongs to the government. Oh, no, nope, you're wrong. Nope, 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 you're completely wrong there, because who is the government? The people. The people, TJ. The people. The people. <laughs> and, um, again, okay, he's conflate. This is where he talked about. When you're listening to these questions, don't apply it to you personally. They're, they're talking, they're asking a question as a generalization. And the history books say that white people, like a white man discovered America. Um, there were people here, motherfucker. <laughs> there, was, there was all sorts of trade happening. There was. Before Columbus out. landed here. <laughs> yes. The Vikings had colonies. Yeah. Like, 
and they and they didn't even they like the Vikings didn't go. We discovered this new land. They went, oh, we found a place. They didn't say, oh, there it's ours. They just said, hey, we're just going to set up some shit over here. <laughs> and then they traded beads. Yeah. And glass because yeah. it's amazing to see like obsidian in places where it wasn't before. You know, uh, right. oh, man, people go take and an anthropology stole, class. It's so cool. <laughs> and they also stole people. Yeah, they did. They did do that because uh, of course they did. They're Vikings. Because, you know, people <laughs> like to enslave people. People do that. Yeah, but that—that's the reality. Is uh, no, so don't stop white people taking this as a personal attack. Instead, say, "Am I a part?" Like, instead of being like, "No, I'm not racist," because you've heard racist is bad your whole life, because it is. But instead of like being afraid to like admit that maybe you're not perfect, take a second to be like, "Am I a part of the problem?" If I didn't already have the song picked out for the episode, I would go with Avenue Q's Everybody's Racist or every, what is it? Everybody's a Little Racist. I it's a great song. It's a great song. It actually was a huge, it was something that I listened to over and over where I was like, oh shit, I'm a part of the problem. Like, I've been a part of it. Yep, everyone's and a I, little bit I, racist. There you go. They are. <laughs> they are. And maybe if we just acknowledge that, we, we can be can a little fixing it. <laughs> It's amazing. Because us as humans, us as, you know, apes of a higher order than we have with, you know, the, the silverbacks that are in Africa, we are a very impressive African ape. We are, we are really are. We are and with that ape. comes no, tribalism amazing. in groups, yeah. out groups and everything. And no matter what any white person would tell you or think or anything like that, they are automatically from birth set to pick this one over that one when it comes to when it comes to people of their own tribe you know of you know if it's a white kid they would be like i'd rather go to the white person than the black person because that's how people are wired what the thing is is that everybody needs to realize this kind of thing and work their way through it like i remember moving here to utah i had a little problem with hispanic people now not a problem at all fucking love hispanic people I don't, not all. Don't no, 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 no. There, there are people within every stereotype group or anything like that out there. So, that so I, I want to point out that I've met many Hispanic people who I'm like, you're awesome. And then there are like many. Racist, but. Or, I shouldn't say many <laughs> because the reality is that I like most people. Yeah. Like, I actually do like of, most of people. Of the people in the world, 99% are cool. <laughs> but there's been a few where I'm like, mm. Mm-mm. I don't want to hang out with you. Um, and that's just, I don't want to hang out with you. But, like, I could totally work with you Yeah. on a professional level. And then there's somewhere I'm like, mm, fuck, right the fuck off right now. I don't want to see your fucking face. And that's, like, two. Yeah. There are a couple people like that within my own tribe. <laughs> no, that's, that's Hispanic people only. There's, like, oh. two Hispanic people. Oh, I was going to say, because there's a lot of fucking white people that I hate. Oh, there's a lot of white people who I'm like, <laughs> fuck the right the fuck And I off hate them now. because they are so goddamn white, you know? <laughs> there's a, yeah, no, there's, there's a, I've got like, I've got like a handful. Cracker. Of uh, people cracker. from color, like people of color who I'm like, yeah. mm-mm, uh-uh, mm-mm, no, you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> no, or, or you're an asshole or you're fucking, fuck you. 
but um yeah, because assholes part, come in all shapes colors sizes and sorts they do oh. but like, like but just just by the very nature of things just by the very nature of i am exposed to way more white people there's a lot of white people who i'm like i don't want to see your face ever a fucking again yeah okay let's get tj back to this guns and soldiers and shit i'm pretty sure they've got this fucker locked down when i'm upset i'm an angry black man or black woman but when you're upset you're just upset Aren't you angry, white man? Well, I am, technically, yes. Why isn't racism illegal? Well, you'd better thank your lucky stars it isn't, or all of you would be locked up. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, he's wrong about that, because they're not being racist. They're not. They're not being racist. I'm sorry, they're not. No. They're, they're not. They're talking about a systematic problem when that- the game is rigged, they're calling out the fouls, you know. Right. Yeah. No, they are. And, and, and they wouldn't look at like, like if somebody went to them and said, hi, yeah, I get it. Or I'm trying. They would be like, thank you. Thank you for trying. Um, just like when I have, like when there are men who call themselves feminists, I'm not like, fuck you. I'm like, thank you. Thank you for trying. But you also see in that kind of community, you also see a time where you're like, Thank you for being an ally, but there are certain things that you cannot understand about this. Thing. And that's so, true. And that's true. And that's, uh, what the, that's what this video is trying to say is like, look, we're trying to point out stuff that you don't see yourself. It is a blind spot you have. And that's fine. That's not your flaw. Yeah. But think about these things, please. But at least uh, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um, but uh, this whole. Uh, uh, he's just, I, I just, I keep, I keep hating how he like relates it to himself personally, I guess. And I just, well, to be, to be, to be a person that calls yourself the amazing anything, you have to be a narcissist of some sort. And unfortunately I've read the entire encyclopedia dramatica docket on TJ. And for some reason I still watch him, even though they have a gift that repeats over and over of him pouring hot. And I, I don't mean to shame him for his kink because everybody's allowed to have their own fetishes and kink and everything. But there's a video of him pouring hot oil on his balls. And just it's just like, eh, dude, <laughs> there's also the banana incident for people that don't know that one. I know way too much about this guy. I still choose to listen to him. Not everything and agree with him. But I mean, he hasn't he hasn't pushed me out like like people like Sargon of Akkad have or you know Thunderfoot have with their. No, I would never listen to this guy again because this is straight up like. They're they're incessant, you know, hating on the 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 atheist community. It's just like I can't take people that are that self hate that much, and so um, TJ's quickly becoming that way though. No, I'm sorry. This is racist to a level that I can't accept. But the thing is, is that from from this video, and I don't know how much more of it we're going to get to. He has opened up dialogues with the at least one of the Pathos bloggers that called him out on this shit. And he's been having communications with them and they're trying to understand things, trying to talk about this stuff. But he's also coming out and making more videos after the fact. And he's shitting on good guys in the movement like Steve Shives. A lot of people don't like Steve Shives because, you know, he's gone decidedly feminist and like serious feminism. Um, there's a reason to Whoops. Sorry. For some reason, Siri, I said <laughs> something that made <laughs> Siri go off. Siri's so like, hi, am I a feminist? My, uh, kids, my kids made me change my, uh, my, what, what Siri calls me to Wonder Woman for some reason. They thought that was the funniest goddamn thing on the planet. So 
It's fun All being right. a dad with little kids. It's fun. Anyway, uh, let's see what TJ has to say. But to answer your question, racism is not illegal because the First Amendment to the Constitution guarantees the right to freedom of speech. Even if oh. I may not like what a racist has to say, I believe in his or her right to say it. Yeah, fucking right. I've seen enough of his stuff to know that he would be like, Oh, this person shouldn't be saying this. They shouldn't be saying that. I'm going to bitch to YouTube about this kind of thing. Oh, oh, because um, I I believe in the right for everyone to say whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm like. No, but he's being like hypocritical because I was like, uh, okay, no, I actually I, like on a certain level. I'm like, why isn't racism illegal? No, it shouldn't. It sh racism shouldn't be illegal. No. Like. First of all, there's no way to find that. It's a large-scale cultural problem yeah, that can't be addressed with legislation. Um, and therefore, it, and, and it, that's not to dismiss, that's not to dismiss the issues that, that people of color face in this country. And that's not to dismiss it. It's just that it simply cannot be done. Boy, we should have had Kyle for this segment. I think he would have had fun. I don't think he watches any of this stuff. And unfortunately, I do. <laughs> Uh, I did watch this one. So yeah. uh, uh, that's yeah. all I'm going to let him get through with. I mean, we got through about four but, minutes of it and we could. But let him... the thing is that uh, that was my point is that none of these people are none of the people of the black people who are speaking yeah. are being racist. They're not. They're not. They're not. <sighs> I, I actually don't. I would not feel threatened walking into them other than if after I heard this, I'd say. I'm trying like that would be my only thing. Like, look, I get it. I'm born in a place of privilege and I'm trying, I want to help. And um, so I'm going to listen to you and let you guys tell me how, how I can help because that's all I want to do. And it's just telling to me that this video on YouTube has gotten decidedly a higher ratio of likes opposed to dislikes and a, a shitload more views than he would normally get for a lot of his other stuff. So, Obviously, the racists love this stuff, so <laughs> they love hearing that everything they do and say is fine, you know? <laughs> oh, but okay, that's enough for this segment. We're going to go ahead and jump to a quick other commercial, and we'll be back with our Fun With Real Audio segment. It's going to be a quick one this week because, honestly, I don't know how much of the shit I can take this week. Anyway, this is Utah Outcast, this is Felicia, and this is X. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff. Teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. Okay, so we're back from our fun little break there, and we hopefully you enjoyed that little commercial interlude that we have there. YouTube, you guys aren't getting commercials anymore, so just enjoy the fact that you get to jump between last segment and this segment and everything. So uh, what we have is fun oh, with real audio. Fast. Yeah. Tits. Tits. Boobies. Hey, there you go. Sorry. Hey. Somebody out there is going to enjoy that. Um, we have our fun with real audio segment, and the first one up is Brian Fisher only because I look anytime Brian Fisher gets up there I'm like oh yeah I get half staff it's gonna be just amazing I can't, <laughs> can't wait to hear what X, that's offensive you're not supposed to talk about sex that's no. that's unbecoming how dare how oh wait no I'm sorry you're not a woman move on yeah that's right I could show my nipples on YouTube and it doesn't matter haha -ha. Deadpool eyeball there you go. that's not fair it's covered by the mic <laughs> 
All right, so we have, there you go. Uh, we have Brian Fisher. Here we go. You know, and the Clintons have a whole history. I mean, I read a list one time of the number of people that have died under suspicious <gasps> circumstances in and around the Clintons. Oh, my God. It's this conspiracy it's theory? this theory. <laughs> All right. I, admittedly, I'm working in Utah politics, which is not, like, as shady as a bunch of others. Um, but well, This was one of the main reasons, number one, why I wanted Bernie Sanders instead of Clinton. <laughs> because she comes with so much baggage. No, um, the but main reason. Not, wanted... That's the thing, though. It's not. But this is the oh. old song and dance that they're just putting a new here's, fresh coat of paint on. I'm not huge on Clinton. I just disagree with her. Yeah. Like a lot. Like a but lot. But I'm not going to go out and say they mysteriously killed people off like Vince Foster uh, and stuff like that. <laughs> you know what? We don't even have to speculate. There doesn't even have to be conspiracy theories with Trump because he is actively profiting off of human slavery. Yeah. Right now. Literally. Is. Actively. Currently. I'm not saying they had anything to do with any of them. Then why are you bringing it up? <laughs> that was my next question. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not saying they have anything to do with it. Wait, hang on. I'm not saying that. But a There was the but. <laughs> but. But. I'm not racist, but. have died under suspicious circumstances in and around the orbit of the Clintons. You know I mean, what? Think about your own life. For you know what? When I was in high school and I was uh, running for school office, my grandpa died. The Clintons did it. Yep, the Clintons did it. <laughs> Definitely. You know, if you want to talk about how many people the Clintons touch in the world, they one, the guy was president for two terms. And she's been a senator, a, the, let's see, secretary Defense of state. lawyer. She's done all These of it. These people have been around for quite a long time, you know? Oh, and so, real fast. I want to talk about the Clinton laughing on the the audio of her talking about, like, a, a heinous case, right? Um, my, my fella, William, like, really doesn't like Hillary. Like, <laughs> does not like her. You know, because Alaskans are weird. Love him. Um, <laughs> and he's... Put that and, on a platform. <laughs> so he, like, he's like, did she do this? And so we played like the entire audio. And we got to the part where she laughed. And it wasn't like, <laughs> these idiots. Like us here. She was like, <sighs> like, she was like, it's awful. Like, she was like, it was the most awkward, like... I don't have words here and I'm talking and just like, it was, not, and I'm like, and I look at him, I go, she gets a break for that. And he goes, yep. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't like laugh at like winning this case for these horrible people. She was just like, holy shit, this, but she, but here's what, here's what happened is um, the prosecutors destroyed some evidence. They destroyed it. And they couldn't confirm anything that they were claiming. And she said, you can't confirm it. And, and my client walks free. So, and, it, and, and that's, that's kind of the way it works, man. That's how case law works. People that that's how the judicial system fucking works. Right. If they can't prove what they're claiming, then you walk. Yeah. That's a good thing. That's what you want to happen. And yeah, maybe. It's it's it's, it's unfair in, in a lot of cases. 
And then, and you know what? Yeah, sometimes bad people get off because. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um, not she, often enough. <laughs> if you actually listen to the audio, she says they fucked up, and I called them on it. And 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 her her nervous laughter was over like. This sucks, dude, like her nervous laughter was over, like, dude, defense being a defense lawyer is fucking tough. Yeah. Like her, her like laugh was like this exasperated. It wasn't like a jovial like. I fuck them good, you know. Nothing like, that. <laughs> like it wasn't like this like evil person laugh. Like oh, I got the rapist off. Like that wasn't her thing. It was like, dude, but this to- is tough. To bring it around to the point I was trying to make is that when you're talking about the people that the Clintons have touched in their life, I got a little piece of paper from when I was in high school. I, I, or junior high, fuck, I don't remember when it was, but I, I, uh, was on the academic, uh, presidential academic fitness award or whatever the hell it was, where like they saw that I was doing good grades and everything like that. And I got a cool little pin and it was a little paper, I knew, auto signed by Bill, but still, oh, yeah. like, that's something that touched me as a kid. Almost, I was like, "Yeah, I got touched by Bill Clinton as a kid." Make your own jokes there, but um, he wouldn't do that thing. Uh, but it was just it, no, no, no. He likes grown adult consenting women because that's how Democrats do it. Yeah, that, that's exactly what we had with um, God, what was her name? The the human the humidor lady. What's her name? Uh, it's like it was consenting sexual. That depend that depends on what your definition of is is. That shit was amazing. <laughs> when he did that fucking in front of the, the court. Oh, man, that was awesome. Second. How many people do you know that have died under mysterious circumstances? I mean, I have been able to... All of them. All of them will eventually die from mysterious circumstances. Because, you know, unless they're getting fed into a fucking wood chipper, it's mis- mysterious how they died. You know? <laughs> You know, with our own very, very own, lovingly, I say this, Kyle, his dad wasn't supposed to get ill. Nope. Well, he had been facing a terminal illness that they hoped this would have fixed it. Right. Unfortunately, this is the the and they were optimistic, but they don't know what went wrong when he stopped breathing. Yeah, this is he. He unfortunately got the case of flipping a coin and it landing on edge. Yep. Sorry. Sometimes it's a bitch, motherfucker. So, you know how many people die under mysterious circumstances? All of them. (laughs) A lot. Like, a lot. Death fucking blows, dude. It does. Even to think of one. You know, you might be able to think of a handful of people that died under uh, unexplained circumstances. That's what (gasps) mysterious means. My grandpa, my grandpa was an advocate for the NAACP and was like super Hillary supporter. And he died because his cancer treatment didn't go as planned. Oh, sorry. Hillary killed him. That that was funny. <laughs> 107. You know, hard to believe that that is just coincidental. That That's exactly the fucking nature of coincidence. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not buying the Hillary killed people. <laughs> I'm really not. Um, oh, she and paid to kill. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Mm, uh, I, I mean, it's possible. It's not like that thing hasn't happened. But Trump 
more so. Sorry, but like if we're talking about people who have had contract killings, Trump more so. Okay, so that was the Silver Fox. Now we have Rick Joyner who wants to uh, talk to us about, you know, conservatives refusing to support Trump. And, you know, he's got, oh, a, problem. He's got a problem with this. that. So Trump names this list that even I have not heard a single one on that list being in any way challenged or gained. Almost every one of the pundits and political operatives, every pundit. Pundit. Yeah. Not pundant. It's not fondant. <laughs> Dummy. Someone else said, for conservatives, this is the best list you could ever come up with. And yet some of our Republican establishment guys are still refusing to say Trump. One of them even said they are considering Hillary because they agreed more with some of her trade policies. Yeah, that should scare the left a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. She's, she's way too right. Yeah, she is centrist. Center right, if anything. Um, okay, Not so socially, I wanna... but like fiscally, you know. So we've talked a bit on the show about how it's like, yeah, no, uh, the, the Hillary over Trump. Yeah, uh, and and I've and I've criticized people who are like, I don't like either of a candidate, and I want to be like, yeah, that fucking happens. It's called politics, motherfucker. That's what we have. It's a representative democracy. That's the way it works, and it does, and that's true. And Hillary is by far like orders of magnitude better than Trump. <laughs> every time, every time. The only time that it could be even more distant is if it was Ted Cruz. Um, <laughs> oh, Teddy, come like, back! We need more of your dumb shit. <laughs> God, I hate Ted Cruz. Um, and and. And yeah, like, but oh, sorry, uh, Hillary's not <laughs> awesome. No, she's not. I'm no. sorry. She she's, she's not far from awesome. ideal. She's far from ideal for me. For yeah, me. no, I no for me. She's not left enough. Not even close. Not even remotely. Not even good enough. And had this been uh, well, first of all, I went out of my way to do everything I could to try to get Bernie mm-hmm. the nomination, and he got damn close, guys. He did. And here's the thing about a representative democracy. You don't always win. Nope, and nope. this year, it fucking blows. Well, who was it? it was, who was running? I think it was Kerry that was running against. Um, oh, fuck. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's the one that got like lambasted on TV because he did the whole. Yeah. Thing where they just played it over and over again and it killed all of his chances. Uh, I can't remember who's running against him in the primary. Somebody's screaming at their iPod right now, or whatever it is. <sighs> I'm sorry, not actually remembering. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, Hillary's shitty. Sorry, guys. Um, but she's not Hitler-esque. <laughs> Unlike Trump. <laughs> no, the thing is, like. I have, um, I was saying this earlier is I've never compared any other candidate, not even George Bush to Hitler. Ah, it was, uh, it was Howard Dean. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Sorry. I was no, not. That was, that was 2004. That was what? 12. Jesus. I wasn't Christ, being a good, ago. I wasn't being a good citizen. Okay. Well, you I were not voting age back then, Felicia. That's true. No, <laughs> but I wasn't paying attention either. Yeah, that's the problem. But I wasn't. I was nowhere near voting age. Not even close. I, I wish we had a, a smarter electorate where as soon as they hit 18, they would know exactly who they're going to start voting for. But nope, that's not how it works. 
Anyway, anyway, so, Rick Joyner. Uh, yeah, let's get back to that. Yeah. yeah. Play. And they call themselves Republicans? I don't know what they could agree with on their trade policies anyway, more than Trump, but but uh this is madness. And there is a madness in the land. Like all of her trade policies are reversed that is promised to come upon any nation that starts calling good evil and evil good. We know that and have discussed it off often, but you know, one of the things I think this does it shows everybody for their true colors. True colors. <laughs> That's why I love. If you don't get in line and vote for Trump, you are not a fucking Republican. <laughs> okay, to be fair, there's been a lot of people who are like, you have to Democratic. Yeah, it has been on both sides, but it's been especially but worse. But thing. because you have, you have guys that are like god who's the speaker of the house right now uh, paul, uh paul ryan. ryan what the hell is his name uh, paul ryan paul ryan who has come out and said yeah i don't think he, i don't think i'm going to vote for this guy he does terrible things he says terrible things to changing that to i am going to be voting for him but i don't like what he says to you know when he comes out with obviously racist shit against the the latino judge that that he had problems with straight up Straight up racist. And then he had he has now has problems with gays and trans and everything like that. And all of us and especially with Black Lives Matter. And Paul Ryan's Actually, going like No, 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 no. Actually with trans, he said trans people should go into any bathroom they want. And then he he tap stepped after that one. Did he? Yeah, he said some stupid shit. Oh, of course he did because he's Trump. Sorry, he's Trump, I can't yeah. actually follow all the terrible things he says. No, I'm sorry. Because he says I, I terrible shit all the time. I'm a politophile. Like, I'm like all the politics all the time. Yeah, like, you this listen to like, podcasts I don't even Dean listen to. <laughs> uh, no, uh, he's kind of he's kind of like the Pope, where he'll say something and people, but like opposite. The Pope will say something like, "We're like, yeah, go Pope." Like, well, not we will, because yeah, no, no, because we, we hate the Pope. <laughs> yeah, not a fan. And Hater. then like, the, and then like the next day, the Pope's like, "No, I didn't really mean that," and I've actually. <laughs> told people that and they're like really i'm like yeah no he's like backstepped everything that people have praised him on and they're like really yes yeah how about you? and then they look it up and they're like holy shit he did i'm like yeah yeah he did yeah he did amazing isn't trump it? is like almost the opposite except for he's like no the gay people are fine except for no they're not okay so that was rick joiner and now we have brad thor where i don't know where this guy's from, but obviously he's important in the right wing talk radio segment of, of America, I guess, because he wants to talk he about Black Lives Matter. Thor. Huh? His name is Thor. He's so Thor. He doesn't get that. He, that's bullshit. He didn't get that name. It's a cool name, man. It's anyway. a great name. I like that I God. Friends were cops, and I'll tell you, if you go on YouTube, that's like saying I got a lot of black friends. Or that's like saying I've got a lot of lady friends. I've got a lot of these friends. I've got a lot of trans friends. Don't ever start a statement with that kind of shit don't ever just don't you, you just stop just stop you're not going to be doing yourself any favors right now you will see amazing stories about cops pulling over their squad cars and, and yep. playing basketball with kids yep. and all that yep. kind of stuff yep. community policing is very important to every department across the country i live in nashville tennessee yeah. and i gotta tell you the nashville police have such a great relationship relationship with all communities in nashville they're good men and women and they care i'm tempted to google that one i should ask tucker about that next time i talk to him <laughs> um yeah no 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 there are some legit uh, there's always good cops in a group. There's always going to be actually, good cops. 
I mean, city councils control their police forces, actually. And citizen oversight comes through the police council. So uh, contact your city council, check on your citizen oversight, oversight guys. And if you don't have one, start pushing for one. Because in the city council, your voice fucking matters. Your voice matters like a whole fucking lot. Especially because people who run for city council are like they, these are like supposed the to know the community you know no these are these are the activist folks people who run for city council are activist folks like like let's be honest like they don't get fame or recognition for anything no but they're they're ang- a lot of them are angling for a bigger position always perhaps That's perhaps but no perhaps but like let's be honest um no, the, your city council is going to listen to you a lot more, especially because if you get like 10 people in there, you'll be like, the whole community thinks this, um, which, you know, if you can get 10 people in there, that's actually pretty good statistic city council wise for most of America. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he has a lot of cop friends about the people who live in their city, and I believe that's true of the majority of police across the country. These stories where there is a shooting get unbelievable attention. And again, I think the problem here is that the, the progressives love to divide people because that's how they conquer the country. They do- Oh, fuck you. Except for uh-huh. Republicans still have like 50% of the country. If these people weren't being... If, if that girlfriend did not turn on her like Facebook live or streaming live whatever the hell she was doing to whatever service it was there would not have been you know anything that happened with it if there were people that were shooting like the the I can't remember what city it was in but the the cops where they executed the guy that was already detained oh, no um are you talking about the guy who was pinned and, down yeah couldn't get to anything, and then they shot him in the chest. Yeah, like four times. Yeah, no, it was a, it was an Islamic guy. But the thing is, is that this was when that happened. Both of the cops said that their their uh, their cameras got knocked over during that tr- that whole thing that was happening. So if there weren't people with cell phone videos, it would have been police officer word versus person of color word. And so um, how would tell me tell me this country listens to black with, people. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I really want to address this. Oh God, damn it! I, sorry, my my brain messes up his name. It's I, I know it starts with a PH, but the guy in Michigan who Phil. Uh, Phil. legally owned a firearm, and he said to cop, the cop said, Minnesota. "Can I see your yeah, Minnesota? It was Minnesota. Sorry, um, he's, no, it was Michigan. Philando Castile. But, yeah, Philando Castile. Uh, Minnesota." Oh, well, fuck me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I was wrong. Hi. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It. No, I know. Anyway, so uh, he, so the cop said, can I see your ID and registration? And he said, yes, I'm reaching for it now. By the way, I legally have a firearm in the vehicle. And there's been this like right wing rhetoric that the cop saw his gun in his waistband because he was reaching for his waistband. No, he was reaching for his back pocket. Uh, this is even the cop statement. Okay. It's based on the cop statement. The guy was that the cop fired because he heard that there was a firearm in the vehicle. Oh, they're, they're saying that he was doing it wrong. He didn't follow the directions that he was being told. He did it wrong. I'm sorry. That doesn't mean death sentence. That should never mean death sentence. Why the fuck were you fired? Why were the fuck were you? Was that cop pointing his firearm at this person? Was it because it got the color? Was it the color? It was probably the color. 
Um, the reality is that, uh, and you know, and I, and I do, and I respect that cops are scared and, uh, and I, I keep my hands at 10 and two and I try to follow instructions. But the thing is that that's not my fucking job. Yeah. And the, I shouldn't have to say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, officer. You know, you shouldn't have to kiss and lick ass as much as you do to not be hassled. Yeah. And the thing is that uh, this guy, he he was trying to follow orders and he said, I have a firearm legally in the car. And he was reaching for his wallet. Like everything is said. There was no weapon on him. There was no weapon on him. Yep. And he got shot to death. And then the cop held his gun out and he's going, what is the fuck is happening? And you can see the video. I told him not to move. I told him not to move. And nobody's applying pressure. I'm sorry. I was trained as an EMT and I'm like, apply pressure, apply pressure, motherfucker, everyone. Just like all the holes, just start applying pressure. And I don't know if you know this, but uh, like 90% of gunshot wounds are actually survivable if they get the proper treatment. Yep. As long as and you start. <laughs> well, it's so kinda hard. you can't really, uh, you can't really responder. tourniquet someone's neck. So that's the problem. <laughs> Um, but if you apply pressure, you can actually, they, they, you could, it, it was potential, you could have saved this man's life. Yeah. Let's it's let, potential. Let's let bl- but, wait, Blast Thor <laughs> finish up here. Thor, he doesn't get that name. No. Divide people, so, put them into victim groups, mm-hmm. or put them into groups and convince the groups they can't talk to each other. This group's set against you. This. No, 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 no. They're not doing Sorry. this to, to further divide people. They're getting no, people to I, realize this shit. Finally, people are starting yeah, to finally think, realize this shit. Yeah, I don't think black people are telling me I'm not allowed to talk to them. Sorry, no, no, no. no. We can't. You, we can't possibly be allies anymore. You know, people like Callie, right? We can't be allies with the trans community. We, we, we can't possibly do that because they're a separate group and we're not allowed to talk to them. Yeah, I don't think that's true. That's not true at all. One set against so, you and all that kind of stuff. So what we're seeing is. Uh, the progressives have been incredibly successful in this country dividing us, and that's why we need to be focused on the truth. We need more people standing up and demonizing a group like Black Lives Matter that calls for the killing of police. Fuck. At this point, I think Black Lives Matter ought to be labeled a terrorist organization. Fuck you. <laughs> a terrorist organization. Black Lives Matter has called for nothing but responsible policing. Yeah, Felicia, that's like saying that all people from ISIS or, you know, Islam is, they would come up with stupid reasoning for shit like this. They, you I, know, know they I, I know you're trying, but no, I can't, but I can't actually, jump. Black, and Black Lives Matter, people who have supported Black Lives Matter have, uh, have actually protested for and have supported, uh, white people, white, white teens being killed by police too, because all pol- police brutality to them is unacceptable. The reality is that black people are targeted at way scarier rate. They are. And they are. Do I just love it when people are like, oh, but, you know, they have a they have a true grievance, but I don't think they should have did X, Y or Z. They shouldn't have shut down something like that. And I'm like, you don't understand protesting very much, do you? Right. It's meant to draw attention to themselves by doing stuff that's inconvenient for people, because, you know, it's really inconvenient. Getting shot four times in the chest in front of your family, you know, that's really inconvenient to that family. That's really inconvenient that the other guy that had like four or five kids at home that thankfully now have a college fund, but it took their father being taken from them. 
by police brutality. You know, it's just God damn it. And, and, I would always take my father over a college fund every day. Yeah, that it's it's definitely my not the same thing. No, it's not. Yeah, some some dads don't deserve that kind. Yeah, of some shit. dads, some dads. Okay, so that's it with our fun with real audio segment. We are going to go jump to another commercial break, and we will be right back with our final features for the week. Uh, I've got a high and low. Felicia is going to share some stuff with the group for the week. Uh, we were going to do a long segment here, but apparently we're having too much goddamn fun talking about all these other topics. So uh, we'll be right back. This is Utah Outcast. Hi, this is Trav Mamone of the By Any Means Podcast. Join me every week as I talk to activists, bloggers, and podcasters about the intersections between social justice and humanism. Go to www.byanymeans.com, that's by spelled B-I, to listen to the podcast and read my blog. Besides, aren't we all a little bi-curious? Okay, we are back finally with the the final features for the week. Sorry, we don't have interviews or anything going on like that. It's been a, God, it's been a week. And man, we're going to talk about that right now because we're going to go into our final features for the week. Uh, I've got a high and low to talk about, and I'm going to get those out of the way so Felicia can have the floor. Uh, My high point for the week would be, oh, there was a couple of them. We went to the fireworks on Monday. As much as I complain about a lot of people, you know, launching these fireworks off and everything in, in the state of Utah going to like the actual city events and going and witnessing all that kind of stuff is cool because you know what that's taxpayer money and it's just you know one big show everybody gets to enjoy it and you get to go home and you don't have to worry about listening to that shit for like five days in a row uh let's see another high point would be taking my kids out on a hike earlier today to go catch pokemon because that was fucking cool you I'm know. sorry, but Pokemon Go is adorable. It is great. It is a great thing for kids. I mean, and I live in a neighborhood here in Clearfield where I have two Pokemon gyms in my backyard. Like, literally, my backyard is a, is a park. And there are, like, six Pokestops back there. So everybody from the neighborhood that's playing this game is congregating at the park behind my house. And they're all looking down at their cell phones. So I saw at least packs of like 10 doughy white people walking around, you know, probably not getting much sunlight before, but now outside and like wandering around the park and just enjoying themselves and playing this fun game. And I'm dragging my kids around the neighborhood. I'm like, oh, I wonder if we're going to see one now. If one we're going to we're going to find one while dad's paying 99 cents to get some stuff to make it easier to catch them. And, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, look, girls, there's one right in front of us. Throw a Pokeball at it and. God, it's fun. It's it's a fun no, little thing, and for a lot even of people, my little, even my sister, who's a grown ass adult, yeah, she was like, "I'm gonna try it," and then she's like, "There's a squirrel right in our kitchen." She's like, "I got a squirrel." <laughs> like, she's a grown ass adult. All right, she's it's it, fun. She's people like, quit, quit shitting fun. on everybody having a good time. I'm so tired of everybody just poo pooing it. it. I my cynic in me cannot condemn. The enjoyment, the pure just joy that that <laughs> kids and adults are getting out of this. And yeah, I, I, you know what? I haven't done the Pokemon Go my, thing myself, um, uh, mostly because I don't want to use up the data on the phone oh, yeah. or the, the, the space on my phone. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I haven't, I haven't been into Pokemon since I was like a kid. And but they're just seeing how many fucking fun with it. I'm like, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Enjoy. 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 Be a kid. Enjoy. Love this shit. <laughs> Walk around. Walk around. See your neighborhood in a whole... Like, I'm sorry, but this is the magic of technology. They're like, 
this is my neighborhood. This is something that is blasé. But they're like, I get to explore it in a whole new way. And in, in, in like this weird, like, oh, my God, what a brilliant concept. No, can't. How, how cool is it? it? Is, I can sit on the toilet and collect Pokeballs from the Pokestop right by my house. That's so cool. Can't, I can't be cynical. Sorry, yeah. can't. No, it's a cool app. You guys, people should go check it out. I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to say you must do this or anything like that, but God damn it, it's, it's a good time. If you're having fun, if you're having fun with this thing, ah, shit, I'm gonna do it with the I'm, fellas kid. I'm, I'm I just realized I'm gonna do it with the fellas kid, and it's gonna be a blast. And I'm so excited now. All My of a sudden, all have iPods, and so I was thinking maybe potentially downloading the app so they can go wander around with me tomorrow and do it. I mean, it'd be kind of fun. I, I'd have to figure out the whole logistics of it all, but. <sighs> it's a way to bond with your children and bond with other people of a certain age. And I, I was a, a pretty much a teenager when like the original Pokemon came out and I watched the cartoon for a couple episodes. I'm like, yeah, this is probably not for me. Played the Game Boy game. Thought it was all right, you know, but I understand for a lot. It was lot actually of, like a significant portion of my childhood. For really. a lot of people, it was that. I mean, I had other stuff going on because, I mean, I was trying to get late at the time and all this other fun stuff, but... That's really important, actually. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, and so it really wasn't, like, a huge thing for me, but I understand from people that are my, my peers of younger age where I'm like, I totally get it. I see why you love it. Like, I lost my shit a couple weeks ago when the new Voltron came out on Netflix, and so, <laughs> so I... I totally get it. I understand geeking out about something so hard, and I'm glad that this kind of th this kind of stuff exists. So, so yeah, that's a good high point for me. A uh, low point for me would be, oh god, I don't know. My wife has been like super duper sick, and it's not like just like normal sickness. It's the kind where like nothing makes them happy, you know. Like you could make a joke, and it could be the best joke you made in a long time, but all of a sudden be like. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> like, uh oh, <laughs> god damn it! Oh, that sucks. It's a it's a it's a sickness that strips away all other personality besides the sick individual, and it's sad. And my wife's one of those people where she won't, you know. I think I finally convinced her today to like sit down and fucking relax, get away from the kids, and relax. And then she did and napped for like three hours, and I was so jealous. I'm like, man. Uh, but then again, I don't exactly want to be sick either. So, and y'all ladies, you got a lot of extra shit to deal with when it comes to being sick, especially when you're on like antibiotics and everything. So, because that just wrecks it, your it, whole ecosystem. So it's it's uh, I I eat so many bacteria full things. It's ridiculous. Like my like, and we all know my affinity for cheese. Um, but I actually hate yogurt. Really. No, ah, uh, the the texture kills me. I oh. I, I choke on it. <laughs> and uh, no, but that's true. I like I I can't I can't swallow it. And uh, and and so yeah, sorry, it's yeah. so funny. It's so funny. It it is. You should be laughing right now. <laughs> uh, but yogurt's really hard for me. And and uh, so even but when I take antibiotics, I'm like just get just. Get it down, girl. You can do this. <laughs> so the, you can do it. I don't have much of a low point, so I'm going to give another high point. Watching Pee-wee's Playhouse on Netflix earlier today really fucking made my day. <laughs> I know it's a silly thing to be so, like, stoked about, but when it came on and I was singing the, like, lyrics to the opening song, I was like, man, I'm, like, eight all over again. I remember fucking waiting for this show to come on and seeing that there are people on there, like, 
oh man, I almost cried because uh, Phil Hartman came on. And I haven't seen Phil Hartman like in the flesh on anything in a long time. I mean, he was always like Lionel Hutz and all these other people on The Simpsons. But like you, you didn't if you didn't watch like uh, what was it, news radio or other shows like that, you get to see Phil Hartman and you're like, God, what a comedic virtuoso, what a funny guy this dude was. And here he was on Paul Rubin's show, you know. And then you see Lawrence Fishburne as Cowboy Curtis and you see Missy Vaughn where you're like, you're, you're thinking when I was a kid, I was like, oh, Missy Vaughn's so pretty. Now I'm an adult and I'm looking at Missy Vaughn and I'm like, she still gets a go, but it would be like, mm. I mean, I would never be able to, you know, make Missy Vaughn happy. That would just never happen. But at the same time, like I, my, my standards of beauty had changed since I was a kid. And so maybe it's just the big hair back then. I don't know. And I'm noticing all these other small things like, you know, the the the, the, the production stuff you don't know, notice as a kid, like with Jombie's head inside the box. You don't notice the crushed velvet stuff around him until, like, you're an adult and you're like, oh, I totally see how they did this now. I see the special effects that went into that, you know. Once, once you understand how magic is deconstructed, especially on cameras, it makes your enjoyment of it a little bit less, but... Anyway, so that was another high point for me. So anyway, I'm I'm done. I'm gonna let Felicia have the floor here, and we're gonna talk about something. So okay, so um, I want to talk to the women and men, but mostly the women. Uh, and this isn't to say like. To we're not calling men. anybody out by name here, so it's just saying no, and no, and no. This is this isn't about condemning men, yeah. But uh, to the women in the world, um, today I got some really shitty things said about me, like some real shitty things. But here's the thing: uh, it wasn't about me in reality. Uh, <laughs> it was an image that people had of you i would say like it's not even maybe maybe, maybe. you know what though no this is this is but we know perception is not reality that's the problem no, but it, maybe maybe it was what they thought i should be and maybe maybe it was that i didn't meet ex superficial expectations and i and I, yeah they were superficial sorry yeah totally. uh, but <laughs> Maybe, maybe that's the real. Maybe that's the reality. But uh, when it comes down to it, I think that women, and and the women who condemned me today, and recently, and for months actually, so today and recently and for months, all of those included, um, for many many reasons. Uh, and it's not to say that I don't deserve some criticism and that I'm, that I'm not imperfect, but, uh, it's specifically criticisms on the way I look. Yeah. Which is. Or the way I behave where I. Particularly on the show too. So. (laughs) Yes. Specifically about the show and talking about my body and my sexuality and, um, and and it, you know I'm I'm not gonna lie, there was a lot of hurt because some of these things that were said about me were from people who I have never harmed, yeah. people who I don't know, or people who I've treated with nothing but respect and kindness, and I 
take every effort to act that way. But I now, now, nowadays, I take every effort to be kind and treat people with respect where they where it is due. But I'm guilty. I'm guilty of saying that leggings aren't pants. I'm guilty of saying certain women of a certain size shouldn't dress a certain way. And I'm, I'm guilty of judging women. And um, then I realized, fucking shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> um, Felicia, you are putting the owner of a woman's identity and her worth on her appearance fuck you first of all first of all everyone has a sexual drive okay every woman wants sexual attention they do i don't know about that no, i'm just kidding <laughs> that female everyone... orgasm is a myth isn't it you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna tell you right now uh no it's not I heard I heard somebody say on a prominent show that the female orgasm has no evolutionary benefit. And I was like, wow, you're going to get fucking hate mail. <laughs> um, they're, 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 they're simplifying something that um, we can. There has been no hard link for for establishing the evolutionary benefit. Um, the the male orgasm has largely been tied to male ejaculate ejaculation, but there's no confirmation that those two things are necessarily tied um men can ejaculate without orgasm and men can orgasm without ejaculation it's usually they're tied usually they are but they can occur independently um the female orgasm uh female ejaculation first of all is highly misunderstood and this is large because of a bias against any female sexuality studying at all and and this is well established that like <laughs> alfred kinsey he tried he wrote his book on male sexuality and it was wonderfully studied funded and it was he was great and he was very excited and then he decided to follow up his next work which was always his plan with the study of female sexuality and it was immediately defunded and he could only write half a book uh, the studies of female sexuality are inherently terrible. People are afraid of it. Um, because if females aren't monogamous, then how do we know that the kids they're having aren't theirs? And all these wonderful... Because females uh, with their sexuality do have a certain... Both obligation and freedom that males don't. Um, it, it, it's, it's complex. It's complex. It is. And uh, there's been a culture surrounded around breaking women down. And recently, I was the subject of that. I was. And here's it. It really doesn't have anything to do with me. It doesn't. Um, me being admittedly open and sometimes uh obvious I, I guess for lack of a better word uh, about my sexuality about uh my free the nipple kind of <laughs> belief system about my uh desire to constantly be topless like mm, like 
Uh, this is the... for it. <laughs> hey, my fella just just adores it. Like he's so happy. Uh, my my William, he's like, yeah, sure, be naked like all the time. I'm like, okay, it's great. But um, so I got I got some shitty things said about me. But here's the deal: um, these women are victims themselves of a culture that constantly expects them to meet physical and behavioral expectations that are absolutely impossible to follow. You are expected to be brave and strong, but not too strong, and not too outspoken, but be outspoken, but not too outspoken. And don't you dare insult anyone, but you know, uh, don't be fake either. And be kind, be sweet to everyone, but don't be, don't be too sweet. Uh, but don't, yeah, but don't be too sweet. You know, you gotta, you gotta put on a face. And be pretty, but not too pretty. And don't look like you're wearing too much makeup, but wear makeup. And because, you know, it's your body and you own it. But, you know, don't look fake. And don't, and, um, and then the constant dichotomy of be something, but don't be something. And the reality is that I'm guilty of it. Every woman is guilty of it because we are a product of our culture just as much as anyone else is. But, Ladies, you don't have to be a part of this and you don't have to turn that in on yourselves. I understand that any woman that is turning this out on me has turned this in on themselves too. And they are seeing themselves as their value is only based on the way they look. And that's false. And your value is only based on the amount of sexual partners you've had. And that is false. Fuck that. Your value is more than that. Your value will always be more than that. You are more than your body. And I'm not talking you're more about than soul, the summation but, of beauty, you know. Yeah, you're talking exterior beauty. You're more, and, than and that. you are welcome to have as many sexual partners as you consent to. That is your fucking right. It is your life. And so you know what? Yeah, some people said some some women said some shit about me, but guess what? That is the culture that we are born into. That is the culture that we are expected to live up to. And I am sick of shit. And I can't blame you because none of these, none of the women who said this actually know me. None of them do. And, uh. They're just casting shade. That's all they're doing from, from a position of not knowing you. And that's the sad thing. It is. It's sad because the thing is that everything they threw at me. At some point in their life, they threw it themselves because I've done it too. And we are better than that. And we are worth more than that. God fucking damn it. So, ladies, and let's get information. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Yep, and that's going to be a good time, good thing to take us out with with uh, this episode. We're gonna we're gonna play that here in a second. Though I do want to share one last thing. Just to just to bring the spirits up a little bit, if you've listened all the way to this part, I let my mom borrow my copy of Deadpool today. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so expect, expect more of a story when that comes back. That's I love be. Deadpool. I love it. I've seen it like three times. And I had something else funny to say, but I forgot what it was. So with that, uh, this is the time where we have to cut things short finally. And we have to get ready to go to the Secret Patron Show, which our old episodes have been working their way into the YouTube channel and podcast feed. 
Uh, we are, I mean, we didn't do it for June because I'm lazy as fuck sometimes. Uh, we were going to start recording the new patron only stuff for uh, the, the first one we're going to do is going to be Ken Ham, of course. Uh, it hasn't come up yet, but we will be recording here pretty soon. That's going to have a year of exclusivity. Uh, so if you feel like getting access to all the secret shows and additional content, join us beyond the veil. If you if you can check us out at patreon.com slash Utah Outcast and select the level of support that you can get behind. I mean, at each level, I think above a dollar, we send you products like it, it whenever you sign up for it. So uh, so thanks to Felicia for joining me once again this week. But sadly, this is part one. I must say to you all that the Outcast will catch you again next week with a brand new episode. But until then, you're welcome. Bonne And good night, everybody. Oh, Kyle. Poor Kyle. Catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy, Alabama. Mama, Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. Sauce in my bag. I see it, I want it. I suck yellow, want it. I dream it, I work hard, I grind till I own it. I twirl on the middle. I buy no alligators. I clean over the seals. I've been careful and no chill. I go out, I go out, I go hard. Yeah, what's mine? Hey, what's mine? I'm a star, I'm a star. Cause I slay, I slay, I slay. Cause all this conversation 
always stay gracious. Best revenge is your paper. I'm not supposed to enjoy sex? No, you're supposed <gasps> to be ashamed of it. How dare you explore your own body? <laughs> <laughs> you're right, I do that. I'm Fucking master. troglodytes, god damn it. I know. I know. Oh. Nah, yeah, no, I, I, um, this may come as shocked to everyone, but I masturbate. Me too. It's fucking <gasps> awesome. High five. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Masturbation's fucking awesome. I don't care what anybody it says. It is. <laughs> I couldn't get through life without it. All around the world, poverty is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing Chosen. World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future, and even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. Learn more at worldvision.org chosen. The first person to survive Alzheimer's disease is out there. They're going to hold on to everything the disease steals away. And the Alzheimer's Association is going to make it happen by funding research, advancing public policy, and spurring scientific breakthroughs. And by providing local support to those living with the disease and their caregivers, we're easing the burden until we accomplish our goal. But we won't get there without you. Visit alz.org to join the fight.